Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. In today's world, chaos is the only certainty. Over the last several years, we have witnessed the impossible occur in global events. The need for families and individuals to not only survive, but to thrive is now greater than ever. Experts the world over have emphasized the importance of generating additional forms of income. In the technologically advanced world we live in today, what if there was a way that we can use technology-powered AI where we can have algorithms do the work for you? Well, thanks to Algo Factory, that is exactly what we did. We teach you not only to leverage the market and carve out profits in the chaos, but we show you how to have a better quality of life by creating your own custom algorithm that trades on your behalf 24 hours a day, seven days a week. All the while, you can continue with your day-to-day responsibilities, checking in when needed on your trades that is working for you. Many clients of Algo Factory have been able to fund their savings, go on dream vacations, and even quit their nine to five jobs. They have created more time for themselves and more time for their families, all through the power of advanced AI and their personal custom algorithm. Algo Factory, trade your job, upgrade your life. Hello, hello, hello. It is me. How are you all? Good morning, good morning. Hey, folks, the V the Grill Economist coming to you live on this edition of Rogue News in the Morning Markets and Mayhem Edition. Every Thursday, we sit down with the Algo Cowboy. We chop shop on everything economic, market related. And also, we also, uh, and anything else that we decide to talk about it. I mean, the conversation can go any myriad of different ways. That's the beauty of us when we freestyle live, unscripted, uncensored. Very few people could do what we do. And with that being said, also, folks, check out algofactory.tech. Algofactory.tech. Trade your job. Upgrade your life. Look, you got about two or three years to make the most out of the, uh, out of the economic time and the seasons that we are in. Don't waste it. Get yourself a serious trading education. And it's also a wonderful tax write-off as well algofactory.tech 
trade your job, upgrade your life. And also, folks, if you haven't done so already, join or purchase, get your FJB balloons. Uh, I'm going to have James Dow on, on, I think, either tomorrow at 4 p.m. Uh, today, this week's schedule was all screwed up because of my food poisoning. And, uh, you know, I couldn't do the show. And it was just messed up. It was just messed up. So, anyway, get your FJ balloons. Get it. We're going to get into the, the – uh, we're going to show you how this is funding Rogue, its content creators, and everything else like that. And join the Discord. The Discord is where we all hang out. Velas is there. Cowboy is there. Um, the the usual suspects that are hanging out with us on the live, um, on, on the live chat, uh, they're all there as well. Guys like Bilaj guy and everybody else, we're all there. Um, so be there. It's an awesome community. It is uh, continuing to grow. And with that being said, Cowboy, what's going on, buddy? How are you? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. How are you doing this morning? I'm good, man. I was uh, I was feeling better, so I decided to do a very New York thing, as best as I can do here in the Midwest. I went out to my local Starbucks, and I uh, got myself an everything bagel toasted with some cream cheese. And in New York, we like to slab on a mountain of, of, of cream cheese on our, on our bagels, just the thing. And I had that with this, my summer drink, cowboy, my summer drink from Starbucks. It has to be, and I'm shaking it. You can probably hear it shake. That summer drink that I'm drinking is the shaken brown sugar oat milk latte, espresso, whatever, right? That thing is so delicious. The, the brown sugar shaken espresso, that's what it's called. It is delicious. It's so good. And it's a grande size, it's only 120 calories. Not bad for a summer drink. I'll check it out. I, I find myself at a Starbucks one in 10 times. Um, I usually get coffee where I buy my comic, uh, my collector comics. Like, I, yeah, I, I just got into comics like two years ago. Um, Dude, uh, I, more you, for... you, you got some good stuff, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. The uh, I sent you a picture. The Renegade. Of oh, dude. dude. So Reserve. the one that I, I, I sent you a picture of, it's uh, I got it for 400 bucks and I buy enough at this store. I'm more building a collection for my kids, you yeah, know, of course. but um, I got it for 400 bucks and it's a one in 1000 print of yeah. the Berserker number one. Great comic by Keanu Reeves. Anti-war comic. Amazing. Shattering Yeah. Yeah, Shouting Records, and there's going to be a show on uh, Netflix. Oh, yes. I heard about this. Yeah, they were going to do live action, but I think they have decided to do more of a of an anime or, you know, like a comic-type cartoon, um, which is just as well. I think Keanu will be the, re the voice. Um, so, you know, I knew this was coming. And Berserker first came out. I have all their stuff from the like, not all their stuff, but I got a lot of their stuff from the beginning. I have oh, numerous, uh, you know, like collector slabs that are graded. Um, yeah, that's the one I've got, and it's graded nine point eight. Get um, out of yeah, here! Signed. Look at what these things are going for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it for four hundred bucks. Although that one's signed by Keanu, so oh, it's going to okay. be worth more. I didn't even see the uh, signature. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I could take it over to Keanu. I could break it out of the slab, have him sign it, and then re have it regraded but mine got graded 9.8 which is the best you can ask for yeah um and then i brought it home and i dropped it and the 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 uh, case on the slab cracked but it, it didn't affect the comic so i was just going to send it back to cgc to have them uh you know reholster it nice bro. but uh, yeah that's that's what i got right there um i got it for 400 bucks the shop covered the cleaning and the pressing 
Um, CGC has a total racket where um, if they clean and press, then your grade is probably going to be better. Now that's not guaranteed. What do you mean clean and press? They 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 iron it with an ironing thing. Like what do they do? What do you mean clean clean? clean? Like they, I don't understand. Gonna, <laughs> Break that down for me. Sure, sure, sure. So Sorry. if you're gonna, so, you know, as an investor, like I want to, you know, that I usually buy comics. I think are going to improve over time in price. Yeah. It's a way to diversify, right? Yeah. So if you're going to get like a limited edition, you know, uh, incentive cover or whatever. So what you do is you, there are people who can clean and press. They have a machine that presses so that any kind of creases in the paper are oh, eliminated. Yeah. And they have a solution to clean off any like fingerprints or anything like that. Um, what I do is I get them before anybody's touched them. I don't let them come out of the, if it's a collector, I buy two, I buy one to read and then I buy one to not read and to just send to CGC to be, uh, and, and so here's the thing: they have companies. You know, CGC does the grading, by the way. So they have companies that will clean and press. Mm-hmm. However, CGC started cleaning and pressing, and just very interestingly, right as soon as they started cleaning and pressing, if you had another company clean and press besides them, your grades came back lower. Mm. It's just as a, a coincidental thing. Hmm. So um, anyway, that's that's the uh, that's I'm saying something that is coincidental. I'm not accusing anybody of anything, but what I can tell you is it is said, and I didn't say it, that if you have CGC clean and press, the grades come back higher, and the higher the grade, the more valuable the comic. So um, you know that's just the game. It is what it is. Because I was I was going to open a cleaning and pressing company out here. I was going to do that until I learned because it's easy. It's like three four hundred bucks of investment, but it turns out CGC now has the uh, the the corner of the market on that um so but yeah this one i got four hundred dollars the the comic shop because i buy a lot there and i buy like collectible stuff from them besides comics um they uh will they covered the grading and the cleaning and pressing for me and then um they came back now it's worth like three times what i paid for it um and then of course when the show comes out it'll be more and if i can ever get in front of keanu i'll break it out of the slab have him sign it so um that's that but i bought my coffee there because I, I take all my business there. I, I like to keep my, my money local. And Starbucks is a woke BS company. Hey, um, man. Don't say that. I like Starbucks. Hey, it, at least you have oat nut milk. Because they'll, they'll put all kinds of nuts in there you don't want. Hey, man. I, I like seed oils in the morning. What's wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> hmm. I, I, so prefer Kutra. I prefer Kutra. I prefer Kutra. Inside joke, folks. So, uh, markets. You guys want to talk markets? Uh, do you Let's have talk anything, markets, uh... bro. Let's talk markets. What do we got? All right. Yeah. Before we get into charts and stuff and, and articles, V, do you have any like secret sauce, like inside baseball? I know last week you kind of. I will some... give you my secret recipe for garam masala, bro. Oh, perfect. Is there Kutra? There is uh, maybe a little bit of Kutra. Oh, sure. perfect. No, no, no. Can you trade comics on Forex? You want to know something, guys? There is there is something interesting that is happening within the comic book world, especially when you have like uh, commodities like the one that uh, that uh, Cowboy just mentioned, the Keanu Reeves one. Uh, we all know the modern Marvel stuff is garbage and trash. Same thing with a lot of the DC crap, right? But the older stuff is worth, you know, really good. And then the independent stuff is is it's like plutonium in terms of how hot the commodity is, like the Keanu Reeves thing that that Cowboy mentioned. So there are people that are actually developing indexes based upon the values of comic books. I don't know if it's out yet. I've heard this years ago. They're already doing stuff like this for watches. Uh, so 
I think as the economy continues to break down, I, I think more uh, diversification is going to happen within the, these investable asset, alternative asset classes. We've seen this with uh, with Rally. Have you heard of Rally, the app called Rally? No. Okay. Rally, and I'll show you guys. This is really cool. And, I, and I'm, you know, and you can get all this kind of info you're going to, we, we cover on markets and mayhem because, um, because it's about making money. It's about, at the end of the day, you know, preparing yourself. So Rally, okay. So Rally Road is an app, and I'm going to bring it up so you guys can see it. Okay, it's so freaking cool. And Rally came out a few years ago, and now they are like massive. I think, I think, I mean, Goldman Sachs is an investor in this, right? This is serious. Check this out. So, Rally, oh, you see this? Dude, get it. Holy crap. Look at that. Batman number one. So, <laughs> damn it. Okay, so how it works, right? They source verify some of the most noteworthy items from collections and individuals all over the world. So, for instance, if if Cowboy, let's just say Cowboy's Keanu, he, he found Keanu Reeves, okay, and, and he took it out of the slab, and he had Keanu slide it, you know, signed it, right? And then he sends it back to CBC. They they uh, verified everything. They re-slapped the book. Now that book's worth like 10 grand, right? 12 grand, 15 grand, right? Now that's like, that that book will be priced out of the market for most people. That's like, yo, 15000 $10,000, $20,000 for a comic book. It, it, that's a lot of money. But what Rally would do is allow somebody like Cowboy to place his book, right, there within Rally, which is all insured, bonded, the whole nine yards, so you, know, you don't lose anything, right? And now you could own a piece of that comic. You could buy micro shares into it, okay? So you're seeing how, like, for instance, like, here's the image... Over here, baseball cards, I've seen them do it with watches, with cars, right? And so this is one of the ways that you could you could invest into things without actually owning it. And and you and, and you have it's and, and it's an official and this these guys went through SEC clearing, they went through uh SEC, CFTC. They literally had in terms of compliance everything done to these guys. So this stuff is legit. Uh, all their stuff is insured, right? So you don't have to worry about, oh my God, what if this thing goes sideways? Blah blah blah. You ain't got to worry about it. Now you're you're and they're not only doing it with like baseball cards, but here you got Pokemon cards, comic books, w- luxury watches. You know, you might not buy a, a a rare, you know, Rolex mill sub from the '60s, which is if you can find it, it's like four hundred thousand dollar watch. You might not be able to own like a Paul Newman Daytona. You know, seven hundred fifty thousand dollars, or a or a rare paddock, which could be a million dollars or something like that. But you can own micro shares. You could own shares of that. Same thing with the car. You might not own an Aston Martin DB five from the James Bond days, but now you could own it. It's it's, it's pretty cool, man. So yeah, Rally is uh, is is a company that started it, and it, it's 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 bloody cool. And and it's a solid company. They've got um, they gotten a lot of uh. Uh, investors from Goldman Sachs, a few other major investment banks have in- invested into these guys, and it's a great way you know, to to diversify. A lot of people are, are looking into it and stuff like that to to diversify their portfolio, so to speak. And it's pretty cool, man. If you want to own art, it's it's a great way to own art, and it, it's awesome. Where's collections here? Let me see if I can go into collections. Look at this. Look at this. 
Here's a two million dollar nineteen for Batman number one CGC graded eight point oh two million market cap ten dollars per share. Bang. As, as I've got some stuff from the uh, from the forties, early fifties. Oh, you did. The golden yeah, age. yeah. It's, nice. I got a couple. Yeah, I got some stuff that's not. It is. <laughs> it ain't worth two million dollars, but you know, it, I'm not giving it away or selling it. It's going yeah. to my kids. Yeah. Elvis Presley last live performance ticket. Look at this, man. That's badass. Yeah. How much is that? Uh, eight dollars per share. Oh, <laughs> look at this. Oh yeah. Oh. Investment. Oh. This is this is available for investment right now. One hundred fifty thousand dollar initial offering market cap. Fifty dollar initial offering share price. Number eighty five Mario. Uh, excited ticker. Um, yeah, this is the actual the game. It's sealed, buddy. If you look into it, the game, is actually sealed. Dude, if I knew, I mean, uh, if you could only go back in time, um, I did uh, when Stranger Things came out. Oh, I love Stranger I bought, Things. If you're Gen X show. and you're not watching Stranger Things, you're doing something wrong in your life. Go ahead. That's right. You're living wrong. Um, I did get <laughs> some some like collectible bobblehead type dolls, uh, you know, and like, for example, Pogs and, you know, Pokemon. Those were massively everywhere. It's, that's a generation after us. Um, but, you know, I mean. If you just spent a hundred bucks back then, you sometimes you might have tens of thousands right now. Just you know, it's uh, you never know what's going to be collectible. I knew a woman who actually made an entire living buying like toys and stuff, and she keep them sealed and she kept them in like a storage unit. And I mean, she, like made her whole living that way. You know, so Bill has a what great, is Bill? great advice from Bill. Whatever you collect of this higher value nature, have it certified, registered, assayed, etc. Insure it and put it in a trust. You damn Skippy, Bill. Great advice, brother. Yeah, my name ain't Skip. What? I said damn Skippy. <laughs> Skippy. Yo, and yeah. check out your Pokemon cards. You never know what you got. Oh, dude, you don't know what you got. Yeah, those could be worth all kinds of money. I, I randomly, with my kid, just a, you know, like maybe a year or two ago, just randomly out of BS, I just went out and bought a pack of Pokemon cards, and you can still get them at, like, Target. And uh, – I paid, I don't know, like five bucks or something like that for a pack. And already there was like, you know, two cards in there that was like worth like $40 total. I was like, there you go. I just made my money back times too. It's great. Well, did you hear about, okay. So I have buddies in high school. It's like, I was both a jock and a nerd. I was in like all the, you know, I was taking calculus when I was like 15 years old, um, 14 actually. So, you know, I was in the class with the quote unquote nerds, but I was also playing sports. Right. So, but my nerd buddies played Magic the Gathering. If you oh, guys yeah. know what that is. Yes, yes, yes. Have you ever heard of Mt. Gox? Yeah, Mt. Gox, yeah. What is Mt. Gox? Mt. Gox is a crypto exchange, man. That, that one okay. bust. What do you think Mt. Mt. Gox stands for? Magic the Gathering Online Exchange. Oh, I did not realize that. Holy crap. That's what Mt. Gox is. So a little crypto history, people. Hmm. If I had started, if I was playing Magic the Gathering, like... I might have hundreds of Bitcoin because yeah. what ended up happening was Magic the Gathering Online Exchange, Mt. Gox, ran out of Japan, was a place where you could buy and trade Magic the Gathering cards, right? Mm -hmm. So um, V, put up Magic the Gathering real quick so people can see what it's about. Sure. Mm -hmm. So um, what happened was, though, is that the guy who ran the exchange disappeared with the money and um, and everybody thought that that meant Bitcoin was bad because you had to use Bitcoin to buy these cards right to buy the magic the gathering cards you had to use bitcoins bitcoins so, idiot. Um, so anyway 
And when that happened, I think it was like uh, 2014, maybe 15, when it crashed, Bitcoin crashed. And it was like, I think it went to like $90 after that. And that's when one of my buddies spent like 10 grand on Bitcoin when it was worth like 90 bucks. And mm-hmm. he's the one that actually told me to get into Bitcoin. <clears throat> Although it was, it was later after that, the dick didn't tell me to get into it back then. Um, <laughs> so uh, actually, I was, I was thinking about 2012. I saw an article on it. I called my cousin. I'm like, hey, what's this Bitcoin thing? I want to mine it. He goes, eh. He goes, it, it costs more to mine it than it's worth. And I could have been mining Bitcoin since 2012, dude. But whatever. Yeah. You know, you just smack my cousin next time I see him. Um, so this Magic the Gathering deal, these kids are playing in class. And I'm like, this is for dorks. Well, turns out a lot of those dorks got rich because they're using Bitcoin to buy their stuff. And they got Bitcoin on their wallets. So that's uh, that's a little history for you. Hey, look at this. Before we get into all the market stuff, look at this. <sighs> oh, that's beautiful, God. dude. That's beautiful. 05 Ford GT, 320,000 initial offering, $64 initial offering share price. There's only limited shares you can buy in this stuff, too. So. Yeah. So if this ever gets sold, you get a piece of the action back. That's the cool thing about this. Look at this. Like you'll, beautiful you'll, car, man. Yeah, dude, these things are like next to impossible to get. This is, look, this is finished in tungsten gray, exclusive color that commemorates the 40th anniversary of Ford's first win at, at Le Mans. Well, this is sick. If you're a car nut, oh, my God. Yeah, I remember those. Ooh. I remember when those came out. Yep, me too. They still look good, man. Look, he's got it bagged. Look at that. Oh, dude, totally. That's beautiful. Totally, bro. Look at this thing. Amazing. So, yeah. Anywho, yep. let's get into it, brother. What do you got on the radar? Let's see here. Um, well, some cool stuff. Um, it's funny. They were talking about, you guys talked about Bitcoin Beach yesterday on the show. And I actually had a video saved last week before you guys even talked about it. Um, let me go ahead and share my screen share your screen so i'll just I'll, this is a real quick video just to see bitcoin beach now um for people who are considering like moving to another country do your own research um you know i don't know how big the military is down there if somebody comes in there just to stomp on them i'm not sure how well they could defend that i have to actually stop the screen and reshare it with volume sorry um share screen tire screen share audio okay i just reshared okay so i'm gonna hit play this is just people buying pupusas down in bitcoin beach pupusa! you want the pupusa i like pupusa it's good stuff bang isn't that cool but you know this is a serious you know, like, you know, this is a really undermines the U.S. dollar, man. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Which actually leads us to our next video. Oh, my and God. Another... How dare these brown, these brown people in this third world country try to get independence from the dollar system, which could bring them real freedom. Yeah, real freedom. Uh-huh. Well, that's that's a <laughs> there's a definite expiration date on that. Um, but check this dollar out. Is this actually, oh, what's this? Oh, God, help this. Me. No, no, hold on a minute before you make a judgment. U.S. <clears throat> U.S. National Defense Fellow at MIT, Major Jason Lowry, blaming he, he is saying, quote unquote, blaming Bitcoin to protect your failing hegemony, uh, hegemony is not going to help you. Oh, right? good. Somebody with yeah, a this brain. guy's legit. 
guy's got this guy. That not not everybody in the military is you know brainwashed. He's a total idiot. No, no. There's there's some good guys in there. Yeah. There's a lot of good guys in there. All right, here you go. I'm gonna hit play. He lays it out. Uh, Bitcoin didn't cause a bunch of bankers to do fractional reserve lending. Bang. I think we can all agree about that, right? Bitcoin didn't cause a bunch of bankers to take too much leverage. Bitcoin didn't cause bankers to debase savers and to destroy the purchasing power of the currency to bail out the bankers who are fractionally reserve lending and taking too much leverage. Okay? Bitcoin didn't kick entire sovereign nations off of an international payment system. Boom! Okay, so wow. you have to keep that in mind, right? If you're an architect of a financial system, then it's your responsibility to not motivate people to leave that financial system, which means don't debase them. Don't continue bailing out the people who are making the mistakes. Right. Don't kick entire sovereign nations off this thing. Like, it's your responsibility to not yes. do that if you want to be maintain like the dominant financial information network. Okay, don't blame Bitcoin for your, ooh, I almost said something bad. Don't, uh, I'll just leave it at that, okay? <laughs> so, and, and by the way, if, um, if this is more than just a coin, right? If this is bit power, if we have no kidding, again, this is theory, I could be crazy, I'm relying on other people to evaluate. That's how computer science works, computer theory works. If we have no kidding, figured out a way to project power in from through cyberspace, a new physical power projection protocol that will transform cybersecurity and national security, then blaming Bitcoin to protect your failing hegemony. Ooh! Okay. He lays That's it out. That's not going to help you. It's still going to break down like your financial system is still going to collapse as long as you keep on doing the things that i just said okay what you would actually be doing is you would be forfeiting our access as a nation to this protocol to bit power Bam! okay you would be denying us access to this future and that would be a strategic nightmare dude <laughs> in other news <laughs> Uh, uh, Bitcoin nail gun back in the head. A bunch of bankers. Yeah, exactly. Is this guy is this guy gonna end up in an accident somewhere? Like, um, but that guy said, I mean, dude, failing hegemony. So he, I mean, this guy's like a what is he a major? It says right on there. Hold on. This guy is major Jason Lowry. So now Velas makes a point oftentimes when it comes to um like public speaking, how big your audience is, where you're allowed to speak. Um, you know, I think, and Velas, correct me if I'm wrong in the comments here, but I think you said if somebody has more than a hundred thousand viewers, more or less, um, then, you know, whatever you're saying has been approved. Now, I don't know if a major in the military is a high enough rank. Why do you think they keep me suppressed, cowboy? Right under a hundred K for almost years on end at this point. I live my life a quarter mile at a time. Oh, don't make me do Vin Diesel, bro. <laughs> do Vin Diesel. Come on, man. Don't make me do I live Vin my Diesel. life 100,000 viewers at a time. You sound like uh, it's Morgan Freeman. <laughs> 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 the first time I met Andy Dufresne, I said he was a tall <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's pretty good. Oh, my God. <laughs> Andy Dufresne walked up to me in the jail and he said, can you find me a pack of cigarettes? 
That's pretty good. He used to date my sister. <laughs> I live my life a quarter mile at a time. Nothing else matters. Not the mortgage, not the store, not my team and all their bullshit. For those 10 seconds or less, I'm free. How about this one? You got it. You got it. I can't do as good of a VIN, but it's going to say your first mistake. Common light. Ah, oh, really? What yeah, my favorite movie, man? It's a four-man team from me. Fucking insulting. First mistake, you took the job. That's it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> but good. Just look. You're talking about early 2000s. Men allowed to be men. No BS. Not an ounce of woke in that movie. Vin Diesel is one of the last, like, allowed to be met. You know what I mean? You know yeah, what I'm saying? He's like, not he's a prima donna. Most people don't realize it's like people, oh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson is such a prima donna. Prima donna. Not, he's such a drama queen. It's not even funny, bro. I swear yeah. to you. Such a drama queen. Vin's a lot, one of the last dudes, and he does his own thing, you know? And you know, God bless him for that. Oh, yeah. That last uh, Riddick movie he did, Riddick, I think it was about maybe eight years ago. Yeah. Um, he actually ended up. I think selling his house or something to pay to have that movie come out. He actually yeah. paid. Yeah. You know, so I, I, I enjoyed the whole Riddick series. Uh, Pitch Black, the Chronicles of Riddick. It's phenom- phenom- even the even the uh the anime of Riddick I enjoyed. Oh, I didn't yeah. know there was one. Yeah, there was. And uh the Xbox game I had, uh, uh Chronicles of Riddick Ex- Escape from Butcher's Bay. Fantastic. It was a great it was a great little universe. Yeah, it's a great dude. They should have done more with that. I mean, then, you know, he could probably uh, get back in shape if he's not in shape right now and throw out some more product, dude. I mean, he's he's already shaved his head, so it isn't like he needs to, you know, shave his head because he's getting older now. I mean, Vin Diesel's got to be in his 50s. Um, but, you know, just take some Mexican supplements and, you know, <laughs> come back and do some badass that. movies, dude. Show him how it's done. I don't take Mexican supplements. Well, I mean, I'm not saying he does. I'm saying if he needed to. <laughs> if he needed to. <laughs> he doesn't strike me as a juicer at all. No, no he's, he's not. Just... He's totally natural, dude. Yeah. I was a uh, bouncer no. in New York City. Was he? Yeah. He was a bouncer in New York City. Yeah, dude's from chill, New York. I, I, we have, I, I've seen old breakdancing videos of Vin Diesel in the Bronx. So. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, dude seems like he could have a beer with that guy. And he'd be, cool he would hell, be cool. Dude. He is yeah. cool as hell. Very few people out there. So we got here, man. Stagflation. Yeah. So, okay. So common theme for anybody who's been watching the Thursday shows as we finally get into the markets. It's been kind of a fun, uh, fun show here so far. So hopefully we didn't uh, lose anybody in our fun talk. I guess I think maybe some people, they say they like it when we go into the into the fun stuff. So whatever. Oh, yeah. um, it's all good. So you got to live a little, man. Like, look, I understand everybody's worried. The world's going to end. The market's going to crash. And, you know, I don't know. We're all going to end up. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, I mean, there's a lot of people like we're going to end up cyborgs and they're going to put some shit in our body, whatever. I mean, <clears throat> you can live like that and it might even be true. I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm not saying they're not doing that. I'm not saying anything. Well, except- my whole thing is what's the point of talking about it if you're not going to do it, if you're not going to make any actionable thing? It's just the weirdest thing. And this is the problem that I have with most people that are in alt media, right? Like the audiences, they get hyped up on the on bad news, but they don't they don't do anything with it. You see what I'm saying? It's like, all right. Uh, if you're in a boat and we're telling you this boat is about to hit an iceberg in about like 10 miles, that should give you enough ample time to like put on a life vest, walk calmly over to a lifeboat, get yourself ready, right? 
right? But what a lot of people do is that they, they're just running around the, the, the entire boat saying, oh, man, you know, we're going to hit an iceberg. Oh, yeah, the iceberg's coming, baby. We're going to go down. We're all going to die. We're gonna we're not going to make it now. We're like Hudson on, on the movie Alien, right? We're screwed, yeah. man. We're not game gonna over, make man. The game over, dude. We're going to die, man. Oh, dude. Oh, my God. There's too many of them, man. We're not going to make it. Yeah. Okay, but that's not a solution. You know what I'm saying? It, it, I mean, look, no offense, but we're not InfoWars. We're not. Yeah. You, you come to the wrong place. You want to have – this is a solution. When I started this back in 2012 – I'm sorry, uh, 2016, um, this has always been solutions-oriented, you know, and, and it's about having real solutions with actionable intelligence, actionable mm -hmm. intelligence. Every single time we do a show, whether it's me and Cowboy or any one of our guests that we have here – you're not getting only the news and the information. You're getting actionable intelligence of what the hell you can do. Cowboy, go ahead. That's good. So we're, uh, you know, we're solutions oriented. We got Algo Factory had a great show there this morning. He <clears throat> heavy on the data side, uh, but what's cool is, you know, we can we actually record the shows live. We repost them for our members only. Um, you know, Algo Factory. By the way, we're we're kind of we're doing great everything works great a lot of stuff's being handled manually so we're waiting to really market it heavily we're only kind of internally marketing it right. letting our people come in 50 bucks a month 49.99 a month now as we add on features it's going to cost more okay so we've already had two successful trades one a week so far which is not a whole lot of trades but uh, well, I mean, it's a lot in the real world, right? So these are trades that, you know, people who have full-time jobs can take. These are trades that come up once or twice a week where it's like, hey, I think it's going to come in two days. I'm going to watch this. Okay, I think it's going to come tomorrow. Let me set up my order. Um, you know, so the, the way I'm putting those trades up. Now, mind you, you are to do your own research. You are not to go in there and just take the trades that I take. Um, you know, not unless you've done your research and your research agrees with that trade, right? However, they have seen me go, uh, do two successful trades while I was on vacation <laughs> and we're in a third now. And on top of that, every single day I go over all the Forex major pairs, any crypto charts people want to see. I've been definitely calling out accurately so far what's been going on, um, you know, doing it lifetime. So it's all up there. It's a great product. We'll get into that another time. Um, but one of the things that I've been covering on these shows is things that are moving in tandem that should be moving inversely and things that are moving inversely that should be moving in tandem. Okay, so a perfect example is like um, when supply goes up, demand should be going down. When demand goes up, supply should be going down, right? So um, uh, candy bars that everybody likes were $3, and then all of a sudden they hike up to $5. Nobody wants to buy them. They stay on the shelf, right? That's a, that's a supply-demand, things that are supposed to move in the opposite direction. Well, if they're moving in the same direction, then there is a fundamental shift going on. If, if the price goes up on you know some candy bar and then everybody starts buying more of it, that means that there is a fundamental shift going in that candy bar's uh, you know market metrics. So we are seeing that. We saw it this morning. We saw it in the data. I'm going to go over to forexfactory.com. That's where I look at all my data. We set, we at 6.30 a.m. my time, Mountain 8.30 EST, Advanced GDP came out. GDP is gross domestic product. It is a measurement of, well, let's just define it as they say, annualized changed in the inflation adjusted value of all goods and services produced by the economy in the U.S. Actual greater than forecast is good for the currency. Actual was less than forecast. Okay, so that's bad for the currency, meaning that the dollar should be going down because GDP, 
you know, it was going down. Okay. So, however, we're in that weird time where it's going to be compounded because if GDP goes down, then the market thinks that the Fed is going to cut rates to stimulate the economy. And cutting rates means more dollars are printed. More dollars printed means dollars value goes down. So on like a Forex chart, then what you would expect to see, I'm going to go over here, something a little bit cleaner. Let me go ahead and expand this. And we'll go to a lower time frame. Okay, so you're looking at a chart. Each one of these bars is 18 minutes worth of price action. Okay, so what we had was, what, am I looking at the USDCHF? Okay, am I on a replay function here? Where am I? Okay, so at eight, well, this is the dollar uh, Swiss, right? Dollar Swiss. Okay, dollar Swiss. So here at 5:30 my time, right? Am I on the proper time here? UTC minus seven. Yeah, that is correct. So announcements hit. You think the dollar would actually go down, but look what happened here. Dollar smashed upwards. So the dollar against the Swiss smashed upwards, and it happened against the euro. At the same time, the dollar smashed uh, upwards because the euro went down uh, in this case, right? The way the the way that this currency is is the USD is on the second part. So if the USD the dollar goes up, the euro goes down. Same thing is going to happen on the pound, and uh, per the announcement, dollar went up, pound went down. So the dollar was supposed to go down with this information, right? But it went up. Those are things that are not moving in the right direction. Furthermore, unemployment claims were actually lower than expected, right? So this is an interesting read because yeah. if you look at unemployment <laughs> claims, that means less unemployment means economy is good, means that rate hike expectations go up or rate cut expectations go down, meaning strong for the dollar. So the way to read this is that unemployment claims seem to be more important than the GDP number because the tug of war won, right? And also simple market forces. It might just mean that the dollar was supposed to go up and that they canceled each other out. So navigating these things is a little bit tricky, right? But what I do is at the beginning of the week over in Algo Factory, I talk about these things. I say, hey, this is going to happen Thursday. This is what it's going to look like if this happens. However, anything can happen. So this is how I'm going to handle it. And if you're, a tr and this had affected uh, crypto as well, I can go over to Bitcoin. I can go to a low time frame and I can show you how it affected Bitcoin as well. And probably affected silver. We can take a look at that. So this morning we had this, what is this? Wednesday, Thursday. All right. So it, not, not a big effect on, on Bitcoin actually. Didn't really affect it. I'm surprised. Let's see what it did to silver. Okay, so on the 30-minute chart should be good enough. Expand this out. Someone playing piano? Yeah, uh, not near me, but the next door. Okay, that's all right. It's kind of like a background. Oh, the music. office like, of walls are, are thin. I'm trying my best here to cut it out. That's all right. No worries. It's, it's piano. It's nice. Um, you know, we could. I wonder if uh, we could do like we do on our uh, morning shows and have some of that background music going. I bet you there's a way to do it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, I didn't do it. Well, not the show. Um, so you can see uh, here, silver, silver dumped, right? So the dollar got strong. So silver actually went uh, on this announcement this morning. Silver went from 25 to 25.1 to 24.4, which is significant. It's more than a percent, I think. 
Um, so, so, you know, silver took a significant drop. Is it going to be temporary? That's one thing that I can actually expand and look out. Um, and actually, you know what? Silver is, to me, it looks bullish. I think if any, any drop we see is going to be temporary. I think we actually covered it um, in the Algo Factory. So I don't want to cover a bunch of charts in here. I can cover some charts. Um, so let's see here. Do you, do you want me to cover silver right now? You want to see what I think silver's going to do? Yeah, yeah. Let's do that, uh, and then we'll get into the other the market release. Hey, just and also, man, Jerry Springer just died. Yeah, Jerry Springer, RIP. Um, Harry Belafonte died a couple days ago. That's my first concert was Harry Belafonte. Get out of here! Wow. Yeah, it was ten years old. It's great, dude. Um, this dude, it was a bunch of old people in Palm Springs. <laughs> <laughs> And then there's a song called Matilda when he tells the women over 40 to sing and nobody sang. That's funny. He goes, women over 14. They're all supposed to say Matilda. And then this one lady like stands up with her cane. She goes, I can't sing it by myself. And the whole audience just erupted. (laughs) I'll never forget it. I was like 10. Grandparents took me. Good memories. Silver to keep it super simple so we can get back into the news. Um, and I don't want to give too much detail, give it away for free. But what I think will happen with silver is that we'll sort of pull one of these. It needs to, it needs to cool off a little bit short term. This is a five-day chart. It'll probably do something like this unless there's a big fundamental shift. So I think it'll cool off and then continue to head up slowly. So I don't want to give any more than that. Not in here. Um, you know, not, not today. We can have more of a charty day another time. Um, so news wise, stagflation is what we're seeing with the GDP much weaker than expected. Apparently, this is because of an inventory plunge. Interesting. Um, so inflation's red hot, according to this data. Inventory plunge. This is another example of things that are moving in the wrong direction. Inventories, as I learned at, when I got my economics degree, there's a lot of valuable stuff going to university, getting an econ degree, at least in the early 2000s. They actually taught like legit stuff. Um, and one of them was that inventories are a great lead indicator for what's happening in the economy. So what does that mean? What's an inventory? If you have a store, you're going to have stuff back at the store so that when you sell all the products in the shelf, you need to replace those products. Nowadays, with the just-in-time delivery system, <clears throat> inventories are lower in general, but because it's such um, because it's such a precise metric now due to improvements in logistics, just-in-time delivery, it's actually easier to read inventories in a way. Um, so when you have lower inventories, okay, if there's an inventory plunge, this is a strange thing because that means people are buying more stuff. So if you're saying GDP is weaker and yet people are buying more stuff, those are two things that are not moving in the right direction. Mind you, inventories are a leading indicator. So it might be that this inventory drop is indication that we're going to see strength later, but it is a very concerning or at least a confusing thing to see with the, with with an inventory drop. Um, so we are seeing uh, they're seeing they're expecting inflation to go up, <clears throat> and we're expecting a couple maybe another hike or two. I don't know, um, you know, but right now this is I mean. More than one second drop for media. Okay, so we're looking at quarter over quarter, a one sigma drop from the median estimate of 1.9%. Okay, so what does that mean? Okay, 
a one sigma event is outside of one standard deviation. One standard deviation, I think, is 78.6%. So it's a significant move that is out of the norm. Okay, so the drop in, let me see here, median estimate. So the drop in the quarter over quarter GDP change was bigger than expected, right? So this is going to be a bit of a shock. And yet the unemployment numbers seemed to have mattered more. So it's like everything's super confusing. And the lesson here, the lesson is that if you're going to trade news, you're probably going to get wrecked. What I do is if I'm trading, I'll wait for the news to pass at least 30 minutes. And then I take advantage of the volatility and I, or I will wait for price to resume its normal direction and take that trade, right? Because the news at this point, I mean, it matters, but it doesn't. It's the weirdest thing. Um, next one here is, okay, so again, this goes back to trading news. Arkham denies buggy MT Gox alerts mount what is it? Magic the Gathering online exchange <laughs> denies buggy Mt. Cox alerts to blame for Bitcoin's collapse yesterday. Okay. So Bitcoin took a big dump. I told everybody how to look for where Bitcoin is going to go. There's a certain website. We're not going to reveal it here, but there's a certain website that I use that shows where all of the liquidity is with Bitcoin and with pretty much all the altcoins you're interested in. Yes, and indeed. Now, when Bitcoin took that surprise rise up to $30,000, it was two days before that. I told everybody that I thought Bitcoin was going to rise up to $30. And sure enough, I had an indicator the next day that hit right about this area. It started to rise and then my indicator hit here and then it boomed up. So two days before it rose, I said it was, at least I thought it was going to rise. Indicator popped halfway through the rise, less than that, probably 10, 20% through the rise and moved up. This is printing money for free, folks. It's like, you know, and in Algofactory, I will go over what I think is going to happen based on these metrics. And the great thing about crypto is that I have access, we all do have access to that metric, and I can teach people how to do that. So, however, as is always with the news, they need something to sell. So they tried to tell some story. I don't even know what outlets did <laughs> that, you know, that all oh, the MT Gox alert caused a collapse. No, it's not what no. it is. There was just a lot of leverage. A lot of people went long. Their yep. stop losses were in place. <clears throat> they, the moon boys thought Bitcoin was going to go to infinity. Mm -hmm. And so they, they put a bunch of longs on. And then there was a bunch of liquidity. There were a bunch of stop losses. And the market makers got a freaking something that rhymes with smart on. And they went ahead and crushed price down to that area and wiped out all that liquidity. That's all it was. That's all it ever is. Right. The news is is rarely. There might be some news like uh, Gensler outlaws Bitcoin, and like okay, now you got some news that matters. But this outlaw, I mean, these uh, yeah, no, it's so stupid. People think that there's some uh, uh, some Mount Gox. Really, it, it, it's such an institutional game right now. That what Cowboy saying is a hundred percent true. When you're hearing these BS news about such and such from uh, such and such rumor with you know. Arkham denies Buggy Mount Gox alerts, blah, blah, blah. That's just nothing. That's not, it's an institutional game. And it's, uh, it, it, what Cowboy said is absolutely 100% correct. And that is exactly what happened. And the price of Bitcoin right now, I think it came back up as soon as they, you know, they, they hit their, as soon as they cleared that leverage out. Bingo. And just like that, return to profitability. Bitcoin, look, I'll, I'll bring this up so you guys could see this. Uh, yeah, no, so I'll, you, uh, I'll stop the uh, stream here. No, no, no. You don't have to. You can keep going. That's fine. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I can just bring it up. See, look, so watch. It's back up to 29, right? 
So we we took a dive because they have this thing range locked, and it's going to be range locked for a while. Uh, you know, I'll have more data on it in the next coming days. Well, that matches what I said in the in our uh, algo factor this morning. I described that range lock in detail, so it's yep. interesting that you should say that. Yep. So they got a range lock between twenty nine, uh, right under right under thirty, right to twenty twenty. It, the the range I'll tell you right now. It's between twenty seven two fifty and uh, twenty nine eight. That so this thing will just bounce around, bang bang bang, until there's a more you know. Uh, How, how'd that go? Bang 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 bang. Bang 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 and twenty more or less here. Yeah, that's right. well. Look at what look at what it's been doing, and and that's actually as I described it on the show this morning. Look, here's the thing about it. Uh, obviously, you know, we had a show. V comes on these shows, except for when he um, is having food poisoning. Only uh, only so- when I decide to dabble in exotic, questionable salads from organic cafes. Then yeah. You know. And I might miss a show or two, but other than yeah. that, I'm there every day. Every day, it's it's the lab, baby. We call it the laboratory. That's right. Where that's that is that's a great example. When you go to university, you go to your class, you go to your lecture, and then you go to your lab. Mm-hmm. All right. So the lectures I have created an entire curriculum that will, if you're doing it properly, will take you a long time to get through. It'll t- I mean, if you're doing it properly, it take you. It depends on if you have a full time job or not. It take you a year. I mean, really, and, and you'll want to go through it again and again. But if you look at the way that price actually has been range locked and is is deviating, you know, I've, I just drew basically what V said is his range lock. Um, and it's going to take a while because uh, if you're in Algo Factory, you know, this morning, you would understand why, at least from a charting perspective, why I think it's going to take a while. But I mean, this, yeah, this range lock could be, it could be weeks, could be months. It could be a while. could be a while. Could be well. So, um, but I'm not going to give away those secrets. Um, so, but yeah, that's that's Bitcoin. Um, and again, it what really matters here is again, this is another example. News outlets need to make themselves relevant. On top of that, I guarantee you, like if you look at, uh, I think it's Fox, um, any any news outlet, their major contributors are going to be like financial institutions and pharmaceutical companies. That's who the major like. Uh, funders of news news uh, agencies are right like your mainstream CNBC Fox whatever so you know <laughs> they need to push news to push people around yeah they need to push news to effectively like talk book so like if a fund manager talks his book that means that and I, I think uh, was it Dex who actually talked about this talking your book is like pushing people around, telling people what you do or are going to do, right? With your assets. A lot of it's lies meant to push people in a particular direction. But, and a lot of that is not legal if you do it the wrong way. And one way to do it that is not the wrong way is to actually have the news do it for you, 
So you got a guy like Jim Cramer. They actually have an anti-Jim Cramer um, fund ETF that's coming out. So, <laughs> that's yeah, it's true. <laughs> Whatever he tells you to invest in, do the opposite. Do the opposite. <laughs> and people have tracked that and it's actually successful. I could Google it right now and show you that there is an anti-Jim Cramer fund coming out. So uh, that's kind of funny. Um, so, all right, next thing. This is really funny. Um, now this, uh, again, I'm going to uh, kind of tap into the Vela's conversation here um, of if you have more, you're allowed to say something. Yep. Um, you know, this particular article has been seen 67,000 times. And I'm sure it's going to pass 100,000. And I'm sure it's not the only outlet. So do you guys remember when they're making uh, prank prank calls oh, yeah. to people? Well, yes. the, these two same guys did a prank call, supposedly a prank call to Jerome Powell. Oh, and during that call, he was in like January. He was like, oh, you know, we might have a couple more hikes. You know, the economy needs to cool off a bit. It's the only way to bring down inflation. And <clears throat> of course, that's like what happened in the subsequent months. We're only hearing about it now. So there must have been, you know, I don't know, must have been kept under wraps somehow. I'm kind of surprised that this didn't leak out. And it makes me think that it was a PSYOP. Because if a couple of Russian guys got through to Jerome Powell, fooled him into thinking he was speaking with Zelensky, and Jerome Powell says all these things, and then all of a sudden, like, I mean, that that would have leaked out. That would have leaked out. If, if Jerome Powell got fooled into, you know, thinking these guys, like, were Zelensky and, and started admitting what's going to happen, like saying things he would never say. I think we would have heard about that in January. Yeah, <laughs> like I really do. So I think this story is bullshit. I think this is fake. I think that this is like some kind of psyop. That's what I think this is. Oh yeah. Cause it didn't leak. It didn't leak happened in January. Yeah. It would have been out already. Would have been out. Um, so this is just another example of news that is not to be trusted. And you know what? Zero Hedge, I like Zero Hedge. Uh, it's an aggregator, mind you. It is a, uh, it's, they do have their own contributors. So they write their own articles, but they also bring in articles from other people. Yeah, they do both. Um, they do both. And it's great. It's for financially, I can't think of a better outlet um, offhand. I mean, there's, you know, for, for a broad purpose outlet, like there's other, there are other outlets that are more specific that are better, but Zero Hedge is a great, like, broad cover but even that you can't trust even zero hedge like a good 20 percent of the articles on zero hedge i'm like yeah i don't know about that and then another 20 percent, i'm like okay i'm like 20 percent. i'm like this is bs another 20 percent, i'm like yeah i don't know you know but the data when you see data that tends to be legit and zero hedge does have a good grasp on data um so i think that's it that's what i've got for today it's more of a cautionary day to explain news tends to be bs um, you know, it's a, it's a day to talk about some general things in the market. Um, you know, and, uh, that's, and it's a day to talk about like, you know, how your Vin Diesel imitation will always be better than the ghost <laughs> of an imitation that I could ever do. I just don't have the vocal range for that. Um, <laughs> so I mean, do you, what, what do you got? I mean, is there anything to add to, to what's yeah. going on? Does anybody uh, in the audience have any questions? I will, uh. I'll put this up real quick. Wait a minute. Um, Let me uh, stop stop the screen here. Yes. Okay. Oh, hold on. Present. I gotta put the new avatar up. I like my old avatar, but that new one that they made for us is sick. No, I, I like that one that. too. Yes. That no, that one's really good. You should use that with one. the bandana. Yeah, I think I'll use that and that new one from for myself as well. Anyway, uh, last bit of news. UK confirms depleted uranium munitions being used against Russians in Ukraine. Isn't that great, Cowboy? Mm. 
Yeah, yeah. The 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 incredible brains over at the mouse that roared, which is UK. (laughs) The British military has confirmed that thousands of depleted uranium rounds are now in Ukraine, despite prior vehement Russian warnings not to follow through with the transfer. We have sent thousands of rounds of Challenger 2 ammunition to Ukraine, including depleted uranium armor-piercing rounds. British Armed Forces Minister James Happy, whose probably his uh, education is probably gay art therapy or what, lesbian what studies, butt? or what he probably is a well, he probably has a certificate from the what what in the butt uh, cert, you know uh, workshop that they do in Harvard every year. Uh, while fielding a question from Scottish MP Kenny McCaskill. Happy confirmed, what a stupid name, that the controversial <laughs> munitions are now under control of the armed forces of Ukraine. Oh, that's good. Now, if you want anything in control and you want absolute uh, guarantee that things are in good hands, to give it to the armed forces of Ukraine. That's, you know, not, nothing wrong with that. And they the UK Defense Ministry goes on to say that it does not monitor. Is that good? Is that, is that great, Cowboy? They don't even monitor the locations from where the DU rounds are fired by the armed forces of Ukraine in Ukraine. This is beyond stupid, bro. And again, we'll talk about this uh, tomorrow. But Look, just a is- thing about depleted uranium, right? So yeah. I actually learned about this in our in the um, the early 2000s Middle East invasions, right? So like when a certain country invaded sovereign countries for like no reason <laughs> like a couple of airplanes hit buildings in the United States and they didn't have anything to do with Iraq. And then we invaded Iraq. Yep. So I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying that, you know, I'm not saying it was illegal. I'm not saying it wasn't. I'm just saying, <laughs> so I don't know. I'm not sure when Iraq like attacked us, but anyway, so I mean, the, the reality is That's that they, probably, they hate us because they hate us because of our freedoms, bro. They hate us because of our freedoms. We're going to smoke them out. Are you, are you, like every day, I you know I'm just enamored by all the freedoms, man. I mean, it's so much freedom here; it's incredible. It's yeah, it's great. Um, I'll put it to you this way: so uranium, when it goes, when uranium is used in a nuclear power plant, they have to charge it. And now it's been a long time since I've learned atomic theory, but if I remember correctly, it's bombarded with neutrons, and the isotope is such that it will create the nuclear fission. Now it's it's put into <clears throat> it's put into I think heavy water it's put into some kind of solution to slow down the reaction. Um, somehow they it's they slow down the reaction so that it, it doesn't explode. It merely heats up, and then it causes the steam to go through the turbine, and that's where we get nuclear power. Now once that whole process is done, whether I explained it properly or not, go do your research. Um, that uranium is now depleted. It's no longer useful in a nuclear reaction. However, it's still radioactive. So yeah. what happens is they use it to manufacture um, slugs, very large. And I say a slug, I mean a bullet. And uh, one, the very dense, extremely dense, peels right through armor. Um, but the problem is that um, when, when you ignite that round, there's when the uranium slug leaves the casing, there, that explosion actually renders some of that uranium aerosol, right? So basically, you like breathe it in, it gets all over everything. Just like when you go to the shooting range and you get lead on yourself, you have to like wash all the lead off your hands and stuff because you get contaminated. Well, instead of lead, it's uranium. So um, there ended up being this like rash of cancer victims 
U.S. soldier cancer victims coming out of Iraq. Um, and uh, that happened. Nobody explained it. Um, and also, there was a humongous increase in not only cancer, but birth defects, lots yep. of problems in Iraq. And um, it's suspected. Environmental destruction. It's suspected but we that we love the environment. Power. That's why we use depleted uranium, cowboy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the, yeah. you know what you're doing is it's effectively. If I'm not saying that this is true, I'm not a scientist. This is a suspicion by very smart scientists, way smarter than I am in this realm, and they're saying that's the case. If that's true, it's effectively a dirty bomb. It you, is you a know? dirty bomb, exactly. Yeah, so I, I mean, we've had enough evidence of DU rounds being dumped in uh, Mosul and in uh, other areas in northern Iraq. The effects of which the people are still living with—it's incredible. The jump in cancer rates, birth defects, uh, the pollution with groundwater—I mean, this is horrible. To give the 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 bastard Ukrainian Nazis, these scumbag idiots, who are willing to die. On, uh, on the on the altar of global homo in the U.S. of gay, it's incredible. It's incredible to, to me that they're willing to do this and to and to escalate things. That's the thing about the United States, and this is the thing that I warned about, you know, weeks and months ago, cowboy. These guys don't know how to stop. There's no reverse gear in any department of the government. It's always about failing forward. There's you work no... for, hmm? you work for a corporation, right? Who me? Yeah, you. I don't work for a corporation. You have before. Oh yeah, one time ago. Yeah. Yeah. So did I. I was I was in corporate America for fifteen years, twenty, uh, different companies, mind you. Um, but one of the things I noticed about a corporation is that it will push until things break. Yeah. Because that's the only way to know how far you can push. Yep. And and so feeling forward. It's it's a run to failure mentality. These guys do not have a reverse gear. There's no slowing down. Hey, let's reverse course. No, it, it, it's gone all the way. Like there's an article here on, on uh, Zero Hedge. If I could find it, right? Look at this idiot. Another genius. Her, her degree is in sociology. She's the energy secretary. Military. Oh Just an idiot. What a useless Just degree. A, what, it, it, seriously, it is. But well, uh, we got it. I got to I got to say my piece on once you're done with this. I got to say my piece on that. I'll say it now while, while I uh, try to find the... While you uh, find it. Okay, yeah. so when you lend somebody money for a house, mm. like as a lender, you have to look at their income, not in the liar loan world, but in like the regular world. You have to make sure they can pay back the loan, right? Yeah. So otherwise your company goes bust. So if I were a company lending money to students, I would want to make sure that once those students graduated with that degree, they would be able to pay me back. What chance does a... I don't know, underwater basket weaving art therapy degree have of paying back a hundred thousand dollar loan. Zero. Zero. You know, the, the Europeans, Eastern Europe anyway, I don't know about the rest of Europe. I know Germany does. They have they understand that not everybody goes to college. They understand that putting somebody in a trade school is going to be far better for the whole situation than paying for these useless degrees. But in the United States, we have a couple problems. One, University system is an absolute racket. Uh, 12% increase a year on average for tuition fees. So they, they get to push their price 12% a year up on average over the years. On top of that, they'll give loans to anybody. So what, what this is, is those loans don't come out of nowhere. Like nothing is free. We're paying for those loans. 
like especially when you start canceling people's student debt like Biden did. We pay for it out of our taxes in the end and we pay for it in inflation. So it doesn't come out of nowhere. So they're rinsing us. They're rinsing us to give people free money to go to college where they'll never be able to pay it back. And it's a huge racket. And on the other end of it, the university is nothing more, nothing more, unless you're in a science degree, unless you're in a hard science or at least like a a semi-soft science degree for the most part, for like 99% of the time, university is just a socialization. It's just an indoctrination center. It's to... Uh, it's to teach people about 98 genders and to push people to think that socialism and giving other people money and stealing money to give to other people is okay. That's the university system. It's a racket. It's funded by complete theft. And that's all I have to say about it. Yeah. And again, the example of failing forward here it is House resolution would declare U.S. policy is to seek Ukrainian victory. How stupid is this? How stupid is this? Oh, Repres- I saw this. Yeah. yeah, this is like representative going- retard. Joe Wilson, <laughs> right? Representative Retard Joe Wilson is planning to introduce a resolution in the House that declared U.S. policy to seek Ukrainian victory against Russia, which includes returning all Russian-controlled territory to Kiev, including Crimea. This guy, only an uneducated man whose whose head is shoved firmly up his rectum, would even even comment on this. We even even say something as stupid. As returning Crimea to Ukraine? Are you kidding me? According to Yahoo News, the resolution affirms that it is the policy of the United... Oh, my God. It's it's the policy of the United States to see Ukraine victorious against the invasion and restore to its internationally recognized 1991 borders. What what is this for? Who is this for? Exactly. Like, Like, this is ridiculous. Anything that these morons could do to incite further violence, create more problems, create more destabilization, all in the process wrecking their own economy, debasing their dollar, losing any sort of international respect and standing. The American politicians are the absolute experts at, at, at this. They're idiots and morons, the lowest IQ, miseducated freaking morons on God's green earth. You could find them in droves working in Washington, D.C. Listen, this is incredible. Despite U.S. assessments that Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky and his top aides maintain peace talks can't happen until Russia is expelled from Crimea. Think about it. This is like the most insanity. And Putin has repeatedly said, yo, this is the red line. You touch Crimea, you're going to F around and find out. And let me explain something to you guys real quick. United States Special Operations Forces are already on the ground and active in the Ukraine. They've already engaged Russians in combat. And guess what the result was? The, the U.S. guys got smoked. Many of them who are, quote-unquote, working as contractors okay, or advisors have commented about how overwhelmed they were because they realized they're not fighting goat herders in a third world. They're actually fighting. They couldn't beat the goat herders. They can even beat the goat herders. They can even beat the goat herders in Afghanistan. So now they're fighting a professional army of men from another country who, on average, are bigger, stronger, have larger brains, and more testosterone. Have fun. Have and fun. Now and, and now the reports are from multiple sources that many of these U.S. fighters are coming back crying. They're traumatized already. 
go ahead. Maybe you should have more, you know, uh, walk a mile in her shoes, red high heel wearing guys walking around <laughs> military bases. Maybe you should do that. Maybe you should have my two moms. Maybe maybe that's a good thing and make it more equity and all that other stuff. The United Every States. Every time I hear that word, it's just like I cringe. The United States, as it exists today, is not a constitutional republic. Our founding fathers, if they saw the state of the country of how it is today, they will be mounting a revolution tomorrow. And by the day after that, thousands of politicians and staffers will be hanging from lampposts in D.C. They'll burn the entire thing down and be like, oh, we need to start over. This is not it, Chief. This is not it. I do not recognize this country anymore. I do not recognize this country anymore. All the all the stuff is there. The signets are there. The movie theaters, the shopping malls. That's all there. But everything else is different. <sighs> We're a parody of ourselves. Yeah, we really are. We really are. And with that being said, folks, we're at the end of the show. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. We got Vela's on tomorrow. Vela's going to be ready to rock and roll. We got Harley Schlanger. Keep it locked and loaded right here. Go get, go ahead and check out. Al well, Vela's is going to cover some good stuff tomorrow, too. He's given us clues in the Discord. Um, so, yeah, tune in for – it's always good. Vela's shows are like, you know, I don't know. When I grow up, I want to, you know, do some work like that. I mean, <laughs> it's like good shows, man. So tune in for sure. Absolutely. Check out algofactory.tech, algofactory.tech. And with that being said, we're over and out. Take it away myself. Yeah.